Hey there, I'm Steve McPherson and welcome to a loon dive here on Sound of the Loons. I'm here at Allianz Field on a hot and muggy Tuesday and I'm delighted to welcome Minnesota United's new CEO, Sherry Ballard, to the podcast. How's it going? It's going great. It's, it is gross out there though. It's hot, yeah. So I started the day <laughs> and we were just talking about made up titles. Uh, so there's also, you know, like all the construct that goes around to day like today. Sure. So you can, you know, so there's pictures and things like that. And it's, I get it. It's all good. And the people that are doing it are fabulous. It's very fun. So we, you know, we take some pictures, throw a soccer ball around, all that. And then we go out on the field, which I have to say from afar, obviously looks fabulous. Mm -hmm. Up close, even more fabulous. Yes. But to your point, we're out there for about a nanosecond. And I say to Jordan, I can tell you right now what's going to have to happen you're going to have to crop and or Photoshop the, the absolute <laughs> flop sweat I am in yes. right now. Yes. It, I, it's just as soon as you step outside, you're just dumping the sweat. It's, yes. it's, it's ridiculous. I can't imagine being out there and having to play for 90 minutes in this, oh, in this kind of feat. So, I mean, that's a whole, yeah, I'm sure if the players heard what I just said, they'd be like, yeah, we're oh, there. Time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so let's, uh, let's get to know you a little bit to get uh, everybody get to know you. Um, first of all, the question that everybody asks in Minnesota, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in a very small town, uh, middle of Michigan, uh, called Gaines. And in fact, it's not even a town. It, like on the sign when you drive into the yes into the place, it's the village. Okay. Gaines. Uh, so <laughs> I was talking to Kendra yesterday, and she's like, "Yeah, but how big is it really?" Everybody says small town. I said, "No, serious, three hundred people." Yeah. She's like, "Okay, that's small." So there's that's where I grew up. There's a lot of towns like that in Minnesota. You drive through a lot of towns, and the population is uh, anywhere from fifty to five hundred, something like that. So yeah. it's very small. This was three hundred. <laughs> that's good. That, I mean, that, that that. So is Michigan? Do you feel like the culture of Michigan is comparable? Is it comparably Midwestern to Minnesota? Huh. Um, I would say. In, in certain ways, yes. Um, like the thing I like about Minnesota and what I liked when I, so I moved here in 2000 for Best Buy. So okay. brought me out here. Um, and what I liked about it was the, fami the familiarity around like the change of seasons. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot to do outside, you know, so all of that, yeah, culturally Midwest feels similar. Um, I, I just, I love Minnesota. I really do. I mean, we call, we were here for Best Buy, but we call Minnesota home now. Mm -hmm. We love the community. We love actually how much there is to do outside and how often people are outside. My yeah. sister and brother-in-law, when we first moved here, that was the first comment they had. They came in the middle of the winter and they're like, oh my gosh, there are so many people outside, even in the middle of the winter. So mm -hmm. that aspect of being outside, being outside year round, being active, and then it's all about the clothing uh, is, is like layers. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the clothing. So I would say, yeah, some things that are quite familiar and similar, which is probably why it was, you know, not a hard decision to come here. Um, and then aspects that I really love because I, I like being outside. I love sports. I love being mm -hmm. active. So yeah, that, uh, that element of uh, year round activity, I feel like you see in Minnesota, people figure out that they're going to have to figure something out if they want to go out in the middle yeah. of, of, of winter. And so you, you wear long johns, you get all the stuff. And then as soon as it's nice, yeah. people are outside and they're eating yeah. outside yeah. and they're enjoying it. They really yeah. take advantage of it. So yeah. it is definitely a huge, a huge part of the culture here, which I have also learned because I came here in 2004, as, as we were just discussing. Right. So I sort of had to adapt and, and to you're it as well. Be, this is going to be Hotel California for you. Yeah. Yes. Where you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Yes. Because you're married to somebody from Minnesota. <laughs> exactly. And so that's, I, th I do think, I mean, I think, I know it's a generalization, but I think it's probably generally right that when people are from Minnesota, I mean, they might move out for, you know, periods of time mm -hmm. in their career or whatever, but it does seem like they're, they're drawn to come back home at certain times. Yeah. I really, I also, my, my parents were both from 
uh, urban uh, Midwestern areas. My mom was from Chicago. My dad's from Milwaukee. So I sort of had that in my blood a little bit. So yeah. growing up in New England, it's like, I don't really jive with this. And then they moved back to the Twin Cities. I'm like, yes, this is this is where I call home. Okay, good. So um, it feels like home to you too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit more about uh, your connection to sports. You know, I saw, um, uh, you know, the quote from you saying, if you had if you had heard when you were a kid that you were yeah. going to be the CEO of a, of a professional soccer team, that would have sounded amazing. Yeah, but wouldn't it for you too? Like, if, yeah. if the 10-year-old if you got told, hey, you know what you're going to do? You're yeah. going to be working for a professional sports yep. team that, you know, has a great culture, sells out every single game, fans absolutely love it, early yeah. stage. I mean, wouldn't you be like, oh my God, my it's, life is going to be so great. It sounds amazing. Yeah. So. so there is kind of that, that part of it. But um, no, I mean, I grew up um, play, I mean, playing sports. That was, you know, we were a big sports family. So we watched a lot of sports um, mostly on TV, didn't go mm. to stadiums or anything like that. Um, and when I was a kid, the only the only choice was softball for my sister and I. Sure. So there was no soccer, you know, no girls hockey in Michigan, no lacrosse, nothing like that. So from like some of my honestly, like my earliest memories as a you know a little shorty mm-hmm. were were uh, playing softball. So that's how I that's how I got started playing sports. Um, but I played through high school. I didn't play um, at college. I played you know like intramural stuff, but yeah. not at any, you know, I'm not that kind of sure. Athlete, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, sports have always been, um, a part of our life and I just love mm-hmm. them. I love, um, I love competing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love winning. So I like the score part of sports, but I also <laughs> love the stories part of sports. Yeah. I mean, I love the, there's just so many super interesting stories of not just the people who play the sports, although that itself is like, I mean, these guys have absolutely awesome. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. amazing life stories. Um, but just also the impact that sports have on people. Yeah. Um, and so that aspect of it, I think, is also uh, equally attractive, if not more, you know, to me. And then, you know, you look at soccer and just the stories around that, the history of it, um, just the incredible diversity of it. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know what to say. I yeah. Love I love it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I think I took the competition part of it really seriously. And yeah. that, that was often a struggle. I, and I still do. I, have I to just, confess. I know. Well, I always wanted to win and I was never on good teams. So maybe it was my fault, but, uh, but yeah, as I got into sort of covering sports and then working in sports, you know, it's, you begin to realize that the competition is just sort of, it's sort of the setting for so many other things. So many moments of overcoming difficulty of coming together of that communal feeling, which is a thing, you know, we talked about this before the, the, they're coming together at Allianz Field and the sense of community that happens here and the sort of the diversity that can happen and things like that. And that's, uh, it provides a venue for that, which is sort of what's really beautiful about sports. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I think that you just did a better job of articulating. I see that this is why you're in, uh, this is why you're in the word business. Good job. <laughs> this, yeah, you this. did a much better job articulating, but I, I agree with you so much, you know, that it's, that's why the story part of it is so fascinating because you can just, I think most of us can kind of see ourselves in other people's stories too, mm-hmm. in terms of just the, the core elements that exist within them. And, yeah. you know, and I think here, I mean, at, at the, at this stadium, it, it's the, it, I mean, I don't mean this like to disparage anybody at all. It's just <laughs> more to talk about the level here. Um, I, I've never been to a sporting event where it, where you so much believe that you can, as a fan, that you can impact the outcome of a game. Yeah, absolutely. As, as I do here. You know, I mean, you go to other games and maybe it's like, you know, if it's somebody shooting a free throw and you're making a lot of noise or sure, something like that. Sure. But, you know, from beginning to end here, 
you know, the, the fans individually and collectively, the supporters believe that they're going to impact the outcome of the game. And I, I think it is true. Mm-hmm. Look Absolutely. People, so you look at people's home records. I mean, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And so that part of it too, to me is just the organic nature of kind of how that energy goes back and forth between the players and mm-hmm. the fans and the fans and the players is that that's magical. It really is. Yeah. You really feel the crowd pick the team up sometimes and just say like, we need to push forward now. And you can really see the effects of it on the field. It's, it's super exciting. Um, now to something a little more boring, Okay, but I'm sure people are curious. What, what was the, give us the path that sort of brought you, uh, to Minnesota United, like how this sort of, you know, all came about how it happened. Um, well, I got a, I mean, this is going to be a common theme, uh, probably. You'll get, you guys will get sick of it. It's, it's, it's the people is going to be the answer. Sure. So it was, it was uh, three different people, actually, that I know in the community who, when, um, when Chris decided he was going to step down and go on to, I, I bet he'll probably still do a little bit of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's got so You can't much keep him energy. from doing yeah, things. Plus, so, yeah, he knows just a ton. He's got so much experience. <laughs> yep. But when Chris decided he was going to transition, um, and so I, then they knew they were going to look for a CEO. And I think, uh, I think Bill McGuire um, must have talked to the ownership group about that. And it turned out I knew a few of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't, I mean, I, I didn't realize they were part of the club. But they reached out um, at that point and just said, you know, we're getting ready to look for our next CEO. You know, we've been discussing what we, th- you know, what we think we want in terms of, um, you know, the next chapter. And we would, you know, wonder if you'd talk to us. And I wasn't, um, you know, when I left... When I left Best Buy a couple of years ago, I wasn't really sure whether I was going to go into something full-time or, or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew for sure that I just didn't feel like I was um, as good of a community citizen mm-hmm. um, as I wanted to be or should be. I mean, Marianne and I, you know, would give money and time and things like that. But I just felt like, you know, in certain areas of business, I felt like I had a lot of life experience and had perspective on things. But in a lot of aspects of the community, and you hear what people are dealing with, I didn't feel very, um, you know, kind of educated mm. on it or like I was close enough to it to even try to do anything if, if I wanted to. Sure. I so when I left, when I left Best Buy, I knew for sure that I needed to put myself in places where I could try to contribute to the community in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the way it ended up going was, and it makes sense that a lot of it was on, you know, boards of companies where my life experience previously, you know, hopefully is helpful to what they're trying to do here in the community beyond. And so- right. That's what I was doing, I'm, and I'm still doing it. I was very happy with it. Um, but as these things go, um, the more I talked to folks and the more I kind of looked at the opportunity and learned more about the club and the culture and the values and what we're trying to do and why, and uh, I just got more and more and more excited. And yeah. um, you know, it's, probably, it's probably not unique in that way. I suppose a lot of people have those times in their career where you know they, they get into something, they don't know if they're going to, say yes or no, something unexpectedly shows up in front of them. Mm-hmm. They say yes to it, and then it opens up a whole new chapter, an opportunity to meet really cool people and do something meaningful together. Yeah. That's not, I mean, so that's kind of, yeah. there's, there's nothing remarkable in it, I don't think, you know, <laughs> other than sure. just how paths kind of cross. And right. Then, um, the things about the club, you know, the value system, um, I'm, I'm personally and professionally very aligned with that. Mm-hmm. I, I said earlier, like, I, I love winning. Uh, I, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I love working with teams, so I don't believe life is an individual sport, and I mm-hmm. don't want it to be. So I like doing things with other people. Um, you know, I like trying to be better and better, and you know, myself and mm-hmm. 
organizations and things I'm trying to do. Um, and then, you know, on the aspects of diversity and acceptance and respect and, you know, all of us believing that other people have value and the whole point of life is to like put those things together in ways that you can do meaningful stuff that you could never do by yourself. Yeah. So that, you know, like the value system that I think sits underneath of all of this, um, was a, was a strong draw for me. Yeah. Um, you know, in addition to the knockdown experience we have here, who right. would want to be a part of that? Right. You can also I, go watch sports. Yeah, and I love sports. <laughs> you know, just tremendous. I knew I'd be around people who love sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the community aspect, you know, so yeah. I think all of that was, what finally kind of got me. Yeah. Well, let's, let's end on what I, I, I hope will, will be a high note. Like, what do you see, you know, going forward as opportunities for, for Minnesota United? You know, I hear things about community and connecting with community and yeah. that's been a big thing for us. You know, what are you really excited about now? Obviously you're just getting in yeah, here and exactly. things will change and yeah. you'll, you'll see different elements that you don't see now, but, but just from where you are right now, what do you well, see Steve, out there? Let me give you my 19 page PowerPoint yeah. presentation. Um, we don't really have time exactly. um, for that, exactly. but no, I mean, what I would say to that is obviously, it, it is true. I mean, obviously I'm on day one. Yes. And so the thing that I'm, I'm like most excited about first and foremost is, is meeting everybody one-on-one and just starting to learn, you know, mm-hmm. what, what do they do? How do they feel about things? Where do they think we're just crushing it? Where do they think there's opportunities? And just to start to get some perspective from people who are in it every day and mm-hmm. who have been in it. Um, so that'll be for sure, you know, the first order of business. Um, I think on a more, you know, on a broader level, you know, the, the mission and vision obviously is well established. So we're not looking for me or anybody else to come in and change that. We're, sure. you know, hopefully looking to just keep moving it forward and taking it to the next level and building on things that are really working here. And so I suspect probably the elements of all of that will include, you know, continually working to put a winning team on the field mm-hmm. and, you know, and get better and better and better at that for sure. That's what we do. Uh, our fans care about that. They deserve it. So yep. for sure, that's part of it. Um, you know, we're also, I think, probably at a stage where we've done so much in building just not even the experience, just the experience here, but building the brand and engaging fans and potential fans. So there's probably, you know, I think a lot of excitement about, you know, is there more for us to do there to keep, mm-hmm. you know, growing that side of it? Um, I think the same will probably be true in the community and looking at youth development and things like that. Like, we're at a stage now where, you know, what does that need to look like? So I, I don't mm-hmm. imagine um, it would probably be anything that feels like a left-hand turn to people because right. this, this is another thing that was really attractive to me. It's an opportunity to fundamentally take something that's working at the core and try to help it, you know, accelerate its path to where it's going with people who, you know, now have many more years of experience than they did when they started it. Yeah. And so I think all of that is is super attractive. And then, you know, you guys know how this stuff works. We'll talk about all the opportunities we've got, what we, you know, what we think the one or two really big priorities might need to be to move us forward as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then we'll we'll tackle those. Yeah. So I mean, that's how it will go. We got to be the LA Galaxy this weekend. That's that's, yes, I think that would be an excellent start. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you. So. Yeah. I, well, uh, I would absolutely love to see what these fans will do. Oh, when that happens. Yeah. Seriously. That'd be great. Yeah. And it's a good time to come on. I mean, obviously the team's on a good streak here and it's uh, so yeah, all of that feels good. My suspicion is the vibe here gets very different uh, if that's not the case. So I'm. I hope we never find out. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sherry, thanks so much for coming on Sound of the Loons. Uh, Welcome. It's good to meet you. And uh, thank you. You've been super generous day one here. So thank you for that too.